Blog Talk Radio. Locker Talk on the Basketball News Radio Network, where you hear about NFL stars of tomorrow today. I'm your host, Barry Barnes, founder and CEO of Locker-Report.com. And you guys can always reach out to me at any one of my social handles on Twitter at Locker underscore report, on Instagram, Locker Report 100, all small caps, on Facebook, LockerReport.com, and the Locker Talk podcast on Facebook. And you guys, hey, the page is up, the YouTube page is up. Make sure you guys subscribe and follow the channel at Locker Talk Podcast on YouTube, where you can see this handsome face talking some NFL stuff. <laughs> well, they dropped their bomb nail, you guys. But thank you guys for tuning in to this great network of the Basketball News Radio Network. And make make sure you guys check out the site. The site is brand new. It's fresh. It's fancy. It's easy. It's user-friendly. You guys will not be disappointed when you check out the site, the Bachelor News Radio Network. It is fantastic. So make sure you guys check it out. It looks looks really, really awesome. Now, when we talk about the NFL in Week 13, uh, Week 13 was a great week uh, uh, with the NFL, especially with the NFL Regional Combine platform because not only were the usual suspects doing their thing out there on the field, but there was a couple other players who came through the process, I would say pioneers that actually helped get this platform to where where is where is that now uh, because they've been in the league for a very long time and they always make good plays on the field. A lot of times you don't recognize what they do on the field because it's, it's a whole bunch of stuff that will not show up in the stat charts. Uh, one of the things you won't see in the stat charts are blocking, great blocks. You know, when we ask questions like, well, how did Minnesota Vikings running back Darvin Ham gets so many yards. Why is he so effective out there on the field? Well, C.J. Ham, veteran player, pioneer from the R.C., he's out there paving the way for number 30. You probably saw him a couple of times out there on the field, but he's one of the reasons why. With good special teams played, we wonder, well, why the Steelers are one of the better special team players, or special team, um, have one of the best special team units in the league? Well, we got number 37, Jordan Dangerfield. Don't garner a lot of stats, but he's out there doing things that won't show up on the chart, but it shows that the Steelers are very strong in that area. And they just some examples, some names of some players under the radar, but at the same time very, very effective for what they do for their teams in the NFL. And so that's, that's why Week 13 was really special and why Week 13 was so great. And now we're going to talk about Week 13, and then we're going to jump right into – some good stuff dealing with week 14, what to expect from the players, from the NFL Regional Combine platform, which is a really, really good thing each each year, year in and year out, because each week anything can happen. And to know that the Regional Combine players are part of anything can happen in the NFL, that's always a big and a good, strong thing for myself in regards to this coverage. Now, no further ado, we're going to jump right into what happened in week 13 of the NFL because, hey, without excellent, excellent play from players that you never heard of, 
that make things happen for the big player, the big players that you have heard of, makes this game so great because it's all about what one player is willing to sacrifice for another, and this is why the NFL is so great. Now, we're going to jump and talk about the New England Patriots. Now, we know about the New England Patriots, how they were able to shut out the Los Angeles Chargers last week. But in that matchup, there was a player from the regional that helped contribute to that shutout, and we're talking about safety Cody Davis. Now, Cody Davis came through the platform in 2013. When he came through the process, he actually signed with the Los Angeles Rams where he has spent four years in the NFL, my fault, five years in the NFL, his first five years in the league. And there, special teams ace, very, every once in a while you'll see him acclimated with the defensive unit, um, have an interception on his career. So you'll see him, you have seen him on the field do great things for the Rams. Then he wound up signing with the Jacksonville Jaguars two seasons ago where he has spent his um, two years of playing in the NFL with those guys. Still doing the same thing that he did for the Rams. Great effort, uh, uh, special teams playing. Take advantage of the opportunity that is given to him on the defense side of the ball. Cody Davis was able to do that. This offseason, he signed a one-year deal with the New England Patriots, and they actually fit the, uh, the New, Patriot, New England Patriots way. He's very smart. He's very savvy. Quick hands, anything that you would think of, he's that. Now he's paired with the New England Patriots, who is known for being a very excellent special, having a very special, excellent special teams unit there in their rank. So he's there with the New England Patriots. This season, he has six tackles. Now, Cody Davis was actually on the prices right, you know, a couple of years, I mean, several years ago when he was with the Los Angeles Rams. And he played this game called Punch a Bunch. And yes, he was there with his wife. And he did win. You know, he walked off with $5,000. Now, I know he's an NFL player, and he just makes $5,000 just waking up in the morning, but $5,000 is still $5,000 no matter how you form and how you shape it. But he was a big winner on that show, and he won on that game called Punch a Bunch. Well, against the New Los Angeles Chargers, he had a punch in this game where he actually blocked a field goal with three seconds left in the first half, where you see here when the Chargers – was lined up for the field goal, trying to put some points on the board because at the time the Patriots really was shutting them out. They really could not get nothing off. And that's when we see Cody Davis lined up on the right-hand side. He actually hot jumped through the gap, pressured the kicker, both hands up, and punched the ball with both his hands out of the air. Now, he was trying to go and recover the ball and take it to the house, but veteran cornerback Darren McCourty, he wound up scooping the ball up taking it to the house, Cody right there running behind him. And so although McCordy got the touchdown and got the glory for the score, but Cody Davis was the one that initiated that play, keeping the Chargers off the scoreboard with that block. And as we know, the Patriots went on to win in a big shutout fashion of 45-0. Thanks to Cody doing making an excellent play in that game. Very savvy, very smart, blocking that field goal that helped keep uh, a big donut on the side of the Chargers. Now, also, week 13, we saw something that was very special that this platform really don't see as much, where we have two teammates from the platform score a touchdown in a single game. You know, this only had this is the second time that this has happened. Adam Thielen, wide receiver for the Minnesota Vikings, and C.J. Ham, fullback for the Minnesota Vikings. They were able to do it this Sunday against the Jacksonville Jaguars. Now, 
early in that game, we see Adam Dillon, how he was lined up. Kirk Cousins put the ball from under center, and he actually did a play fake to him. I mean, to, Dar- to, no, to Darwin Cook, my, my apologies, to Darwin Cook, quickly looked in the end zone, and that's where he saw Adam Thielen in the back part of the end zone with two minutes and 56 seconds left in the matchup where Cousins had threw an easy toss in the back part of the end zone where Adam Thielen had himself a real easy three-yard touchdown in that matchup, the first touchdown that the Vikings had in that matchup, in that game. Now we're going to go fast forward to the third quarter, the third quarter, 11 minutes and 15 seconds on the clock. The Vikings was facing first and 10 for the Jacksonville Jaguars 12-yard line. Kirk Cousins again took the ball from the center, and then he dropped back. Recognizing that he looked into the end zone, he checked off into the end zone, but he turned to his left and threw the ball to Ham in the flat. For And that's when Ham caught the ball, ran towards the sideline, and he just powered his way into the end zone for his first touchdown of the season. Now, Adam Thielen has 12 touchdowns this season, so that means Ham needs at least 11 more touchdowns to catch up with him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, unfortunately, it won't happen. But either way, both players were all pro, pro bowlers, looking like they may get voted in this year. Although they will, it will not be a pro bowl game due to the corona, um, to the um, to the COVID nineteen um, pandemic that we're experiencing in this country. Um, so they won't play. But like I said, this is something that is rare to happen. The first players that were able to score touchdowns who were teammates for the NFL Regional Combine on one team, was C.J. Ham and Adam Thielen. Yes, this pair did it twice. It's the second time that these guys scored a touchdown in one game together. The first time they did it was last year, week seven, when they faced the Detroit Lions, where Adam Thielen caught a touchdown in the first half. And in that game, that kind of slowed Adam Thielen down. That was Adam Thielen's seventh touchdown at that point last year in week seven, and he was well on his way of making his third straight Pro Bowl appearance. But he wound up hurting his hamstring on this very touchdown pass that he caught in the back of the end zone. And then later on in that game in the third quarter, we, we had re- recognized that C.J. Ham had his first NFL touchdown pass in that game. So both players, the only two players, by the way, that had scored touchdowns in a single game, that came through the NFL Regional Combine platform. So kudos to those guys for getting out there doing what they got to do to help keep the Vikings on pace of making a, a strong playoff run, knowing that they started this season off struggling, but they found their rhythm, and now this, this team is ready to rock and, rock and roll. And we're going to talk about them again later on in this show. Now, talk about Robert Tunyon. I said get, fam- get familiar with this, com- this combo. Rogers the Tunyon, Rogers the Tunyon, talking about Green Bay quarterbacks, uh, Aaron Rodgers going to his young new tight end in Robert Tunyon. Robert Tunyon, this is his third year with the Packers, but he waited his opportunity behind Jimmy Graham, who was, who was at one time a star tight end in the league. So that's why he went to Green Bay to help um, things out with Aaron Rodgers. But Graham moved on, Tunyon was his understudy. Now, Tunyon is capitalizing on all points. Robert Tunyon caught his seventh touchdown of the season. Now, Robert Tunyon not only is one of the better tight ends in the league, because he, not only because he scores, he scores touchdowns, 
Matter of fact, he caught it. That was his eighth touchdown, my fault. His eighth touchdown, 497 or uh, 41 receptions on 47 targets. So he only missed the ball six times. So that says a lot about his hands. But what stands out about Robert is that he does all the little things. He blocks very well. A lot of tight ends in this league, yes, they garner some big names, some, uh, some big numbers, but they really don't do a good job blocking. Pretty much the, the other better tight end in this league that blocks very well and do everything else that's still in the stat sheet is Tampa Bay's tight end, uh, Robert Gronkowski. He does it all. He's like an extra offensive lineman on the field. A lot of people don't know that. only thing you see is the, the grunt spike, how he's smashing the ball in the end zone every time Tom Brady throwing a touchdown. But the part that a lot of people don't look at or realize that he is a blocking machine. And when you have tight ends that block very well, you want to reward them with some touchdowns. And that's what Aaron Rodgers is doing with Robert Tunyon, find him down the scene, how he caught a 25-yard touchdown pass in this matchup when he went up against their new Chicago Bears. So watch out for this combo. It's going to do continue, they're going to continue to do great things, so continue to watch out for him. Also, tight end, I mean, rookie, Linebacker for the New York for the for the New York Giants. Yes, New York Giants are playing great ball, and they've been led by their defense. And their defense is very young, especially in their secondary. And when we look at Ty Crowler, rookie from out of Georgia, matter of fact, he was Mister Irrelevant in the 2020 draft, the last player that was drafted in the NFL. Well, Mister Irrelevant is very relevant for the Giants this season as he is out there doing his thing. He had 48 tackles on the season, almost had a sack against Russell Wilson in week 13 where he actually forced Russell Wilson to hold the ball because he was bringing that pressure right up the middle. Watch out for this young man, number 48, for the New York Giants. He's going to do some great things, and he's part of a Giants team. Now, they may look bad, and they're playing in a, in a, in a weak division, but the Washington football team, they finally getting their act together. The New York Giants starting to follow to get that act together, being led by their defense. And to know that they have a regional combine player on the Giants squad that's contributing to it, watch out for it. The Washington football team, we're going to talk about those guys when we come back from a quick break. We're going to take a quick pause, pay some bills here so that we can get this network to continue to flourish. When we come back, we're going to do a review on what to expect for week 14 of the NFL. It's a lot of the great things that's going on, a lot of great matchups to watch out for this um, during this weekend of football. It's getting tight out there. The playoff run is getting thick. And to know that we have some regional combine players that's actually out there contributing to this situation and helping their teams get to the playoffs means a whole lot. You guys listen to Locker Talk on the Bachelor News Radio Network. We're here about NFL stars tomorrow today. If you want real discussions on politics, social issues, racial issues, and other topics, then tune into the Bachelor News Radio Show. Listen live every Monday and Thursday from 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. Eastern at blogtalkradio.com. And if you missed the show, you can listen every Monday through Saturday at 8 a.m. and 3 p.m. Eastern and every Sunday at 5 a.m. and 3 p.m. at thebachelornews.airtime.pro. Listen and be informed. All right, everyone. Welcome back to Locker Talk on the Bachelor News Radio Network, where you hear about NFL stars of tomorrow today. And make sure you guys check out the site. The site is fantastic. It's beautiful. 
and just as beautiful as the lineup of shows that we have on our, that's on the network. Make sure you check out the Donaldson Files with Tom Donaldson and Coco Koshny. Tom Donaldson and Coco Koshny discuss politics from the right and the left while giving you entertainment news and guests. Listen to them every Tuesday and Wednesday at 6 and 7 p.m. on the Bachelor News dot airtime dot pro and also check them out on the bachelor news radio network where you guys to listen and always listen and stay informed now getting back to the nfl ready to enter into week 14 this nfl season is going by fast matter of fact it's going by too fast that brain trust in the front office got to figure out a way to slow things down because every time we get into the season and we start to enjoy it and the play on the field getting better and better next thing you know the regular season is over but you know hey Time waits for no man. Everyone keep on rolling. And time's not waiting for me right now. So we're going to get right into week 14 of the NFL to watch out for. Some great matchups. And here we go, folks. It is showtime. Now I can't wait to talk about this right here. Now, we talked about the Minnesota Vikings, how they are trying to really, really put their best foot forward to make a strong playoff run, considering that they had a, a slow start 2020 NFL campaign. Now they got to take a trip to Tampa Bay to face the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Now, Tampa Bay Buccaneers has been up and down, still trying to find themselves, trying to put everything together. They come, It's coming off that bye. So we're looking forward to seeing what the Bucs are going to do. However, the Vikings don't care about what the Bucs are going to do. Their whole goal is to try to get into the playoffs. Now, the thing is, with a bye week, yes, you get the hill, you get the rest, but it's still a little bit of rust that they got to get over, at least in the first half of every game. It just happens like that. But when you're going against a team that's pretty much acclimated, everyone's rolling, they're playing with rhythm, this is something that the Bucks going to have to deal with. It's not going to be as easy because they're going up against a good offensive team in the Minnesota Vikings. So Kirk Cousins, these guys, is going to go to Tampa ready to play. Adam Thielen, he's not going to back down from no one. He don't care who's lined up who's going against him. He's going to make sure he put his best foot forward. And with Darvin, with Darvin Cook, their running back, he's going to need some holes opening up, going up against the number one rush defense in the league in the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So they're going to need a lot of C.J. Ham. Ham going to bring a lot of Ham in this game in order for Darvin to be able to cook the Bucks in Tampa Bay. It's going to be hot down there. So, you know, and the Darvin Cook loved to cook, so he's going to be in the perfect spot when he go up against this Bucks team. So watch out for Adam Thielen and watch out for C.J. Ham as these guys walk into um, Raymond James Stadium and looking to try to pull an upset against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Now, Ty Crowler, we talked about this young man, linebacker for the New York Giants. This week they go up against the Arizona Cardinals. They welcome the Arizona Cardinals to New York. Arizona, dome team, about to play in some cold weather. You know, dome teams don't always do well in clement weather, but we're going to see what this Arizona Cardinals team is going to do. They themselves, they themselves are trying to stay with at least in that division to win a division, but at the same time get back into the playoff race because they lost last week. If the playoffs were to start today, they would be out. So they are looking to try to do what they can to get right back into the playoff picture. But they're going against the New York Giants team. New York Giants is going to be ready. Um, come to find out that uh, Daniel Jones may be activated for this game. Um, but we know that Colt McCoy did a great job against the uh, the Seattle Seahawks in Week 13. It's going to be really interesting seeing what quarterback 
it's going to play. But we know that defense is going to be ready, and we know that Crowell is going to be out there to do his thing. Now, Kansas City Chiefs get to go to Miami, and they're going to face the Dolphins. The Dolphins, folks, I'm telling you, the Dolphins, this team is for real. They, they're about a year or two away of actually competing for at least a conference title. But right now, they're still in the hunt and trying to win their division title. Now, we know the Bills got all the highlights, got all the accolades. accolades. They're doing a great job there. And the Dolphins are still trying to figure out, should they go with Tagaloa to be their starting quarterback here on out? I think they made a decision. But they're still trying to piece that part together with their quarterback play. But until they find that, to get that, um, find out where they're going to go at with their quarterback, their defense is rocking and rolling. And Nick Ninaham from the original combine, cornerback, doing a fantastic job this season. He has 48 tackles on the season and have an interception as well. Get to go up against Mahomes. Let's see if he can get a pick in this game or make a big stop in this matchup. We also know that Austin Ritter, center for the Chiefs, is going to be out there to make sure he continue to keep Patrick Mahomes untouched, especially up the middle is where Austin Ritter is fantastic at. Now, Keelan Cole has been pretty much MIA for the past couple of weeks because teams starting to recognize that they got to pay attention to him because he was just French frying defenses and secondaries during the first part of the season. And now he have not gotten across that goal line in the last couple of weeks. But chances are he can get across the goal line against the Tennessee Titans. He normally does. Let's see what he can do to help get himself and his team Number one, his team, a second win of the season, and at the same time to keep putting pressure on these teams each week and week in and week, in and week out because one thing with Jacksonville, they will play you hard like they did last week with the Detroit Lions. So let's see if they can carry that against a division rival in the Tennessee Titans because in all the, the divisional games, divisional games, no matter how good you are or how bad you are, when they match up, it's always going to be a matchup that's going to be great because – they know each other, and I know the Jacksonville Jaguars know the um, Titans, and the Titans know them, so that means they better watch out for Keenan Cole because Keenan Cole can get in that end zone one more time against them. Benson and Mayweather, defensive lineman, defensive end for the um, Seattle Seahawks, four sacks on the season. Let's see if he can get another sack this weekend because they know that right now the Vikings, I mean, uh, they know right now Seattle Seahawks definitely, definitely is in a situation where they need to win and they have a team that they should beat, and that's the New York Jets. So if the Seattle Seahawks want to get back into a rhythm, this is a good team to get their rhythm on and against, the New York Jets. Now, New York Jets, yes, they have not won a game yet. <laughs> and they were 10 seconds away last week to get their first game, the first win of the season. But let's see what they can do against the Seattle Seahawks. Anything can happen, folks, in the NFL. not saying it's going to be an upset. But this is the prime game that the Seattle Seahawks need in order to get the ball rolling. Indianapolis cornerback Kenny Moore the second going up against the Los Angeles Raiders. We know that Derek Carr loves to throw the ball in the air. And we know that Kenny Moore the second loves to puck the ball out the air. He has 45 tackles on the season, three interceptions, and he took one interception already to the house this season. Let's see if he can do this against the Los Angeles, I mean Las Vegas Raiders as the Vedas will give him a chance and opportunity to make a play on the field. Kenny Graves gives great run support, so that's watch out to see what he's going to do to help solidify a win for the Colts themselves uh, and dick into this playoff run as they want to make sure they keep their tabs on the Tennessee Titans. 
both teams are eight and four. This is going to be really, really exciting to watch what these two teams, how they're going to finish down the stretch. Now, the Houston Texans linebacker, Terrell Adams, we've been talking about this young man all season. This young man has 91 tackles on the season. Yes, 91 tackles on the season. He can, he's on the verge of getting clear that he'll get well over 100 yards, I mean 100 tackles in the season, and become the, the platform's um, top tackler in the season. Jotavis um, Brown, who was currently with the Los, Los Angeles Chargers, he actually retired early this season when he signed with the Philadelphia Eagles. Um, he finished one season, his, um, his second season in the league with 101 tackles. Adam's going to smash this. We know about his 17 tackle outing he had on Thanksgiving. Not saying he'll get 17 tackles this week when they go against the uh, Chicago Bears in Chicago, but he's going to get some tackles nonetheless. Now, for us, mano y mano, the 49ers will welcome the Washington football team to their Levi Stadium. Nick Mullins is doing a good job with the 49ers. Believe it or not, they're still in the playoff hunt. They're not totally knocked out yet, and they're going to need this win as they welcome Washington into their home. Washington, they in the hunt for their division. So both teams need this win. Now, we're going to have Nick Mullins, the quarterback, and then on the Washington football team, have linebacker Cole McColes. He's going to find a way to get to Nick Mullins. These guys are going to meet somewhere on the field. Nick's going to challenge him. Cole's going to try to challenge him. So let's watch out for these two pioneers as they go against each other in this matchup. Cole can't get pressure on the quarterback. He has done it. I would not be surprised if they have some schemes for him to get to Nick Mullins. Now, Nick, one thing about Nick is that he is not phased with pressure. Nick is going to stand in that pocket. He knows how to manipulate the pocket very well. He has pocket presence, and he's going to stand in there and look in the barrel of that gun and take that shot if he knows that he have a player that's coming. Cole is going to try to get a shot on him. Nick is not going to, not going to budge. Nick is going to deliver that ball. We're going to see out of these two players whose will is going to outwill the other in this matchup. So this game on paper is a very exciting game, playoff implications. But in this game is even more exciting because for the platform, because we have two pioneers that's going to go against each other in this matchup. Robert Tunyon, Jr., Green Bay Packers. Green Bay Packers get to play the Detroit Lions, going up against Robert's former team. Now, when Robert Tunyon, when he came through the process of the NFL, of NFL Regional Combine 2016, Detroit Lions were the, was the team that brought him on. He was there for two years on that practice squad, did activate him on the active roster for a short period of time, before he was released, and the Green Bay Packers picked him up. Green Bay Packers picked him up. Then they had brought in Jimmy Graham to be there for Aaron Rodgers as a veteran tight end. But Robert Tunyon studied, 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 waited for his opportunity. And this year, coming to entering this season, Jimmy Graham went on to be with the Chicago Bears nonetheless. Robert Tunyon is now the big-time tight end that they have there. He has eight touchdowns on the season, 497 yards caught out of, out of 41 receptions off 47 targets. Robert is going to try to find a way to get in that end zone against his former team. And knowing Aaron Rodgers, knowing that and how they are connecting and becoming that that new quarterback-tight end combo in Green Bay, I'm quite sure that Aaron Rodgers is going to make sure that number 85 get across that 
in that end zone against his former team. There's no love lost between uh, Robert Tunyon and the Lions. I just want to get that out. There's no, no, no um, bad water with them. Or no, no, they want to go against each other. There's no hate there. It's nothing like that at all. It's just competitive, competitive banter that I know that Robert Tunyon want to be able to just stick it to the Lions in this matchup. Now, the Lions made a bonehead decision. They let go of one of their good wide receivers in Robert Hall II. Robert Hall II, a, a serious deep ball threat. They let him go, put him away with Wyatt, and guess what the team picked him up? Yes, the Cleveland Browns. Out of all teams, the Cleveland Browns. Cleveland Browns going to face the Baltimore Ravens Monday night, and I'm telling you, the Cleveland Browns it was waiting for this game since week one when the, 40, when the uh, Baltimore Ravens embarrassed them. The Browns had this bad boy circle on their schedule. This is the matchup they want, and they they coming in with the second best running attack in the league. I give them number one, only because they using a two back committee. The Ravens using pretty much three backs, including Lamar Jackson. That's when we won those games. Lamar's going to run the ball. They're going to get make sure he run the ball. But I know the Browns going to key in on him and want to get to him, not to hurt him, but they want to stop him. But in this matchup, um, Baker Mayfield not had to throw the deep ball. Aaron Hall is going to get out there, and it's going to be one of those surprises that the Ravens are not going to count for. And Marvin Hall, do not be surprised if he scores a touchdown, his first one, with the Cleveland Browns as they try to make that strong push into the playoffs. You listen to Locker Talk on the Bachelor News Radio Network, where you hear about NFL stars for tomorrow today. I'm your host, Barry Barnes, founder and CEO of LockerDashport.com. And follow me on all of my social handles on Twitter at Locker underscore report. On Instagram, Lock Report 100, all small caps. On Facebook, LockReport.com, and a Locker Talk podcast on Facebook. And make sure you guys subscribe to the Locker Talk podcast on YouTube. It's growing each week with good content from the NFL that you won't hear from anywhere else. You'll definitely hear exclusively, exclusively there, but none other. You definitely hear everything exclusively here on the Bachelor News Radio Network where you guys can always hear great programming and great stuff dealing with all types of programs and Locker Talk. Everyone stay blessed. Make sure you check out their site, Bachelor News Radio Network. Get in your head. Sleep with it. Drive with it on. Think about it. Make sure it's implanted in your end brain. <laughs> Everyone stay blessed. Enjoy the NFL Week 14, and we're going to talk about what happened with the players from the NFL Regional Combine. When we review what happened in Week 14, then we get right into Week 15 of the NFL. Talk to you guys soon. <laughs> 